It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. This is crazy. I'm right back at it. Record. I feel honestly. I feel like I recorded just yesterday, but I know I didn't because I was in hell yesterday, aka work. It's get. It's 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 time. I gotta find a new job. I'm so over that place. Like I get it. I understand the grass is always greener when you're like case in point. Remember I told you I got that job once upon a time and it was like on paper better, but showing up there became a real chore as well. But now I look back and I there are some regrets. I'm like, oh, why did I leave there? The pay was better. Uh, the hours, there was more hours. I don't know if the hours were better, but there was more hours, meaning I could make a goddamn living. There was benefits. So right now I'm achy all over. Could have scheduled a massage for tomorrow morning. I wouldn't have to worry about not being able to pay for it or being able to pay for it, but then like going to the grocery store and being like, so these cans are dented. Can I get them on discount? But then like I think about it a little bit more deeply. I'm like, I remember really hating that place. I remember the only struggle of that place was not wanting to disappoint uh, the lady who hired me because I knew they were short staff. They brought me in for a reason. And also... I wanted to do what we call in the business the long con. Again, without getting into detail, just in case someday a current employer, a future employer listens to this show and they're like, you shit talked our place. Here's some trouble that you don't need in your life for you. I gotta say where I worked, where I work now. Just saying this place, the department I worked in, not a place I want to see in the rest of my life. But this place had so many different layers and departments to them that... There are definitely gigs that would be pretty cushy and definitely something I want to get into. So my plan was suck it up for the year and then move on to a different department. Because once you're in, it's easy to transfer to somewhere else because then you're a, an internal hire. You know, you've got references and such. But I hated that place so much, the department that I worked in so much that I couldn't wait to get the hell out. So I think back... So just because this place went sideways, I'm like, oh man, I made a mistake back then. I don't think I did. I honestly don't think I made a mistake leaving there. I think it could be a mistake if I left this one, but you never know. But I've at this point become a mercenary. I show up. I'm just there for the money. Like there is, there used to be a time, like I've been there a long time, unfortunately. I, I took this on as a part-time job for when I went back to radio school because I was you know, transitioning from you know, what I was trying to make a career in a past life to, you know, getting into radio, going to radio school. So I had like a year basically to kill. So I'm like, let me just get a part-time job. These bills aren't going to pay for themselves. And even though I live in a sketchy neighborhood, I feel like selling drugs is actually a fabulous idea, but I just don't, I just don't know how to get in. I just, 
it's kind of like the other job. I don't have any references or referrals. Getting in's the hard part. Once I'm in, I'm sure I could branch off and sell all kinds of drugs. But just the, the getting the foot through the door, that's what's stopping me. So I went here as a part-time job, and unfortunately, I've stayed well past my welcome and well past my interests. Again, I don't remember why I brought this up, but let's just roll with it. I am certainly thinking about massages, those massages I could have had for free or for like a nominal fee, like a small deduction that's taken off my paycheck to buy into a program that pays for these much more expensive programs and services. I'm definitely thinking about massages today. I am like beaten up. I was on my feet all weekend and I top it all off. I don't know where you're living, but if you're kind of on like the more eastern part of North America, you got hit with a shitload of snow over the weekend. Like Newfoundland got destroyed. I, I was hearing something like 70 centimeters of snow. I don't believe there are any listeners of the Kenny Ho Show from Newfoundland, so my heart doesn't go out to anybody from Newfoundland. In fact, how many... Newfies, does it take to dig themselves out of 70 centimeters of snow? The answer, they're too stupid to dig themselves out of the snow. This is probably their end of time. This is their apocalypse. Lucky dimwits. Oh, speaking of dimwits and sore bodies, I was talking to some dude from work, and this guy, no doubt, he's a good dude. Like, he has a good heart to him. But I, I don't know. I feel like... Like, the older I get, I used to be, you know, pretty liberal, pretty, you know, everybody's equal and such, but I'm sure you, you, you've you noticed that's, you know, not really me at this point in the game. Hasn't been me in the past, how many seasons are we on of this thing? Probably like six, seven seasons of the Kenny Ho Show. I don't, yeah, maybe like the first couple seasons, you got the tail end of the, everybody's cool, Every we're all equals, we all deserve to be treated equally and have equal opportunities. I really, at this point, don't believe that. There are a lot of dim-witted people on this planet. There's a lot of people who honestly shouldn't be allowed to breed. Like, their family line needs to stop with them. It's one thing to be, like, dim-witted and just, like, be real sweet and kind and go through life. Because if you've got a good heart to you, that's something of value. You know, and, and not everybody on this planet could be smart. Now, I could be completely in denial, which is not a thing that's unheard of around these parts. But I feel like I'm underemployed. I feel like I'm brighter than being a grunt. I feel like I'm brighter than what my occupation uh, would deem me to be. Like, I, th- I feel like I'm meant to be more than just a grunt, bottom rung. So if you have, you know, millions of people like me who are, you know, actually meant for more than being a grunt, then you're going to have a lot of disgruntled people and, you know, it's going to be a lot of ill will going on. It's just not going to be a pleasant place. But on that note, you also have a bunch of these dimwits who feel like they deserve more than they're getting and it's just not true. I mean, it's a real douchey thing to do, but I feel like some people need to be told, no, this is for what you are and your IQ level and your abilities in life, this is about as good as it gets. This is as far as you should go. Any further, and you're failing upwards. You are, you are taking on too much. 
any further up the ladder and you're overemployed, you will not be able to handle it. Shit will be neglected by you because you're completely incompetent to do this job. I'm not necessarily saying this dude is that, but sometimes his actions are just like, I'm surrounded by idiots. I really shouldn't have tried to get into the arts. I should have, I should have been smart, studied harder in school, worked harder in school. Actually, to be fair, you know, allow me to brag just this one time, but maybe it's why I, you know, I don't even know if I was a good actor, but like, I, I felt like I was a good actor. But one of the things you got to do in acting is memorize lines. It's a small part of it, believe me. There was one fat guy, I think I told you about him, Larry the Fairy. He could remember his lines and he was a fat, loud guy. So he's like, oh, so I'm great at acting. It's like, no, you're not. You're just obnoxious and you can remember shit. I'm sure there's a job for you out there where like that skill set's cool, but acting, maybe in like fat, gay, fabulous theater or something, but not the big times, not the big league, you fatty. But enough about the jabronis that don't matter. I'm talking about myself for it in this moment. I'm bragging. I'm gloating, baby. The first time ever on the Kenny Ho Show. I was really... I never needed to study. I So I can't say, oh, I should have studied hard. I didn't need to study. I would show up to class, pay attention, be able to retain all the information, show up to the test, and get at least 90% on it. So I can't even say that. I can't even say, oh, I should have studied harder. I just needed to make much better decisions. Like I look at my buddy David... Well, here we go again, Kenny. I gotta talk about how I love to make love to Adam Levine. That's not true. I haven't done it yet. I can only dream. Yeah, but not to, you know, shit on him. But this guy, he took the smart route. He chose to do like what like everybody from my high school did was go into business. Go to Ryerson University because they will take you if you're breathing. And when you get your piece of paper, every company will take you because you came from Ryerson. Now, even though he doesn't have FU money, but he certainly has. Oh, so when I'm older and can't do physical jobs anymore, what's the quality of the cardboard boxes I'm going to be living in? Doesn't have that problem. So in hindsight, absolutely and we're just talking about, you know, comfort and being able to keep a roof over your head, which are things that when you get older, you care about. Like, I've never been driven by money. I'm still not driven by money. But I do understand as you get older, you need to have it so that you can keep a roof over your head. And honestly, whether you're making the money roofing, being in construction or working on Bay Street, it just doesn't matter. Hell, even go on welfare. Like when I was younger, I was dead set against that. No matter how shitty my jobs got, I'm like, no, well, I got to make money, right? I got to make those ends meet and I refuse to go on welfare. That's a foolish way to look at it. There are plenty of people much happier than me in life that are on welfare. Because as I said, it doesn't matter by hook or by crook. It doesn't matter how you're getting your money. I mean, you don't want to sell your body or be the piece of shit who sells other people's bodies. Or animals and stuff, you know, world, bestiality is a thing. But like, let's say the option is working my job or being on welfare. Honestly, without a shadow of a doubt, I'd be happier on the welfare. And there is no shame in the game. Free money from the government is actually the better way. It is definitely not the sucker's game. When you're bottom rung, 
What are you going to do? Look down on someone who's probably making this exact same amount of money that you are, but having not to have worked for any of it. And I don't mean the pieces of shit who show up to work and don't do any work and try to pin it all on you so they could just walk away with the paycheck. Those people you can look down on. And believe me, they exist. And I know I shouldn't say shit like this on Martin Luther King Day, but from my experience, they have mostly, if not exclusively, been black. I'm just spouting the facts. Don't hate the player, hate the game. But I ain't gotta look down on someone who's on the fair. I'm like, wait a minute. So you don't have a bunch of scars from facing abuse from work? And you have the exact same money that I do? And on top of that, a bunch of free time? I'm definitely the sucker in this. I still don't think I'm going to go on the fair. Because, you know, I think my daddy, I wouldn't say he ever had like a ton of hope for me. I remember being a boy and him being like, so, you know, I know that your older brother and younger brother, they're going to go to university. But you just do college. Don't worry about it. Not everybody's good enough for university. I'm like, what? I, did I not tell you about my photographic memory pop? He's like, oh, silly. Stop talking to me. But I feel like there was at some point a little bit of hope that I'd turn out to be better than I am today. And I feel like the last straw that I'm, I've, I've held on to is not being a complete mooch of the system. And I feel like if I went down that road, he would go back to, all right, don't talk to me, guy. You keep suckling at the teat of society, but I only have two sons. I'd love to make you proud, Pop, but this teat is like a comforting pacifier for a baby. Now that I'm here, I'm never letting go. So I don't think I'll go down that road, but I was talking to my one of my buddies who uh, recently got on disability, and this guy was just getting... Straight up $800 a month for doing nothing. Nothing. He's like, oh yeah, I think at some point they expect me to go volunteer somewhere. But for now, I'm just getting the money. I'm like, what? $800? I worked all weekend and I'm not even close to that. I was doing the math last night on how much money I made. I'm like, like, oh, that was okay. But compared to $800 free dollars, I did really poorly. I made grocery money for the week. But I'm getting off topic. All I was trying to say was, there are times I'm like, I'm surrounded by idiots at work. And there was one of those moments over the weekend. I think we're, I was saying something along the lines of, man, walking here in 20 centimeters of snow or whatever, that sucked. That felt like a workout. I'm getting old. What the hell is happening to me? And then this guy was like, oh yeah, I joined a gym yesterday. And I knew he didn't join a gym yesterday. I've known this guy for years and I used to believe him. Like, why would I not? You know, if somebody's telling me something. Like, unsolicited, by the way. It's not like I asked him a question. It's not like... Usually the stories he tells me is unsolicited. I didn't go down this road with him. I didn't ask him any questions. He starts telling me things. So at this point, I know he didn't join a gym. And I was like, oh, okay, really? I don't have the heart to be like, you're a freaking liar. Shut your mouth. As I said, he's a good guy. But he's like, yeah, I joined uh, Planet Fitness. Oh, no, wait. Planet Fitness is actually uh, 45 minutes away from me. No, I, I joined, um, uh, I don't remember the name. I'm like, dude, are you, is your lie unraveling before my eyes? And I didn't say anything. I have not said a word. I did not ask you any questions 
to burst any of your bubbles? Like, what is wrong with you? I think I talked about him on the, the 200th episode. This is the guy who one time, or after a summer of not working with him, was saying something along the lines of, man, I really don't want to be here right now. I was feeling real good. I was making some real progress. I lost like five pounds or something. But now that I'm here again... So yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I lost a hundred pounds. I just looked at this man. I'm like, of credibility, maybe. What the hell? No, you didn't. I saw you before the summer. What I'm seeing before me is at the very most exactly the same. You may have gotten fatter. I hate to break it to you. Oh, and I got stories for days about this guy. But I don't really care to spend that much time on him. But one I have to tell is this man called me and apparently lots of other people out of the blue to tell us that his mom was hospitalized and that it was really serious to the point where the doctor put her on do not resuscitate. So I'm like, oh, shit, that means that's that's the end of the line, because if they put you on do not resuscitate, that just means this person's as good as dead. Let's not waste any more resources on trying to keep this person alive. Let them go. So I felt bad, you know, offered him my condolences and such. And then not 72 hours later, this man gives me another call and he's like, oh yeah, so my mom's fine. She's out of the hospital now. Turns out she just had low blood sugar. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, guy? Your mom just had low blood sugar, but the doctor said it was so serious. He diagnosed her as someone who qualifies for do not resuscitate. If you are telling me the truth, then that doctor needs to lose his license because that is a gross misdiagnosis of your mother's condition to the point where that is complete incompetence, a complete lack of observation skills, and an utter complete lack of the ability to the point where nobody can have trust in you and your diagnosis ever again dude could have been sued dude would certainly lose his license but all of that is not the case this guy let's call him big fat liar the only thing that's the case here is this dude is a piece of shit when it comes to telling the truth and i don't even understand what it is I think it's because he's got so little going on in his own life. He has to make shit up to seem more interesting. Because from what I understand, all he does is play video games all day long and then comes into work. And I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's plenty wrong with that. I'm just trying to make myself feel better because like 50% of the time, that sounds like me. About 25, 26 weeks out of the year, that's me. But unlike this guy... I've embraced being a fat loser. I don't understand where he's coming from. Why does he tell these lies instead of... I mean, I gotta assume it takes time and energy to come up with this shit. Why don't... You could easily take that time and energy and, I don't know, actually figure out what gym is close to you and then not make a better lie. Just go there. Even if you do nothing but step on the treadmill and walk for 10 minutes. It is better than you laying down at home, playing video games, coming up with shit to tell people to make yourself seem better. You will not be eating anything at the gym. You will not be killing precious brain cells by playing video games there. You will be doing, albeit the bare minimal, 
but it's still the bare minimal opposite of what the hell you're doing right now with your life. And if you're going to go with bare minimums, at least bare minimum, accept and embrace the fact that you are a fat loser. I have built a show upon being a fat loser. And I got to say, if I do say so myself, it's charming. And once again, maybe I'm lying to myself, which I feel like he's also doing, but it's to like a harmful extent. Whereas my lying to myself is just like, don't worry, Kenny, things will get better. It's okay to be a fat loser. You're more likable that way. Your show is far more charming than one uh, made by some handsome, successful guy, right? Because, like, what douchebag would listen to another douchebag's podcast? Well, I guess I answered my own question. Douchebags listening to douchebags' podcasts. Like, I would never in a million years turn on a podcast that was like, So, I bet these three broads this weekend... One's a model, one's a waitress, and one won a beauty pageant not two years ago. I toyed with their emotions. I don't know why I'm slipping into the faintest of British accents. But you get my point. Like, who the hell's listening to that podcast? So I'm good at this, and I won at this, and everything's just great. Where the hell are the jokes? Like, I can't even come up with punchlines. Would it be something like, and then I won the race. Boo, get off the stage, you gorgeous winner, you. It's great being a loser as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you don't want to be betting on losers. Let's not do that. Like Fred Van Vliet, he's always uh, preaching bet on yourself. Hell no, my guy, that's not happening. I am definitely not betting on myself. Like, if I showed up to an NBA uh, training camp or tryout camp or whatever, and there's like 10 guys vying for two spots on the roster, it's me and three really tall white guys and a bunch of like really jacked, speedy black guys. If I'm going to place a bet, it's definitely on one of the speedy black guys. That's, that's foolish for me to bet on myself in that, in that type of spot. You know, I was supposed to come on here and talk about uh, The Witcher and The Mandalorian. That, that was my plan. See, this is why I don't bet on myself. Like, I definitely did not wake up this morning and say, well, I bet I'm going to record that episode with those two specific topics and get right to it and get it done and get it done well. See, if I had, had I done that, depends what I was betting, right? Like, I'm so poor, I don't have any money. I, the only currency I would have is, like, off-brand, make-it-yourself home pizza. It's definitely not delicio. It's definitely all right. Quote-unquote delicious. This company might be shit, but they got themselves a good lawyer. It's called delicious pizza, but with the quotations. They're like, no, no, we were being tongue-in-cheek about that. It's absolute garbage, and we know it. It's those inbred dimwits who don't know the difference. They'll think it's delicious because we say it is. So you know what? Let's do two episodes, huh? Whether or not I get a chance to release both this week, let's do a double take and record two episodes in one sitting, just like the good old days. I don't really think they were good old days. It's been real shit for at least 10 years now. So the day, the good old days for the podcast, when there was still hope this thing would be the rocket ship that took me out of poverty and into the bosom of Elizabeth Olsen. But now, this is more just like a flotation device for myself. 
so I can try to creatively make it seem like things like my job isn't a complete nightmare, that there are entertaining ways of looking at being on the bottom rung with a bunch of inbred hillbillies. Man, I should have done better in life. Man, do I regret the decisions I've made in life. All right, that's it. That's episode 226 of the Kenny Ho Show. Stay tuned for 227, which I will be recording right now, and you'll hear within the next week. I doubt it'll be a two-episode week because uh, the schedule is not adding up. That's why I started talking about work and stuff, right? Because I was... I was going to try to, I was going to say, man, I am so tired. I am so beat right now. I probably shouldn't try to record an episode right now because, you know, I haven't got that fire and energy like I usually do. I was even, oh, that's right. I was even going to be like, yeah, this is why I'd never be good for radio. Like, it's probably a blessing that I'm not on radio because I'd have to be so fake like four days out of five. Yeah, let's be real. Like five days out of five. I'd have to wake up every morning and be like, good morning. Oh, isn't it a, isn't it a great day today? Oh, isn't it beautiful outside, you know? Oh, wasn't it nice making love to your, your, your wife last night? You know, I know what that's about. When on the inside, I'm just like, kill me, kill me, kill me. Come on, nuclear power plant, melt. Could you imagine if I'm on the radio breaking that story? It would break my heart to do it. So... Few, right? Oh man, we dodged. We dodged one, guys. Oh, we came close, so close to the nuclear apocalypse. But oh boy, I got so much to live for. So much I gotta do. So much good for me to bring into the world. So many more lives for me to touch. And so many hot girls with hot bodies for me to touch. I'm glad I wasn't put out of my misery this morning. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I was gonna do a bit like that and instead you got the episode that you got. Me being pretty tired, but you know, manning up and this is the this is like my idea of manning up. It's just like getting on the microphone and talking when I'm a little bit tired and uh wouldn't have been able to record over the next couple days. Didn't want to go back on my word. At least that's a manly thing I did. I said I'm going to stick to one a week. So here we go, one a week. So all right, that's it. That's the end of this episode. Prepare yourself for the next one. And until then, you take care of yourself. This has been the Kenny Ho Show. And now, it's nap time. Toodles!